baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. That first batch of fourth quarter earnings are coming in. Stocks are up slightly. Joining us now on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline is Pete Nigerian with our Friday Football and Finance Report. Good morning, Pete. Uh, what's your kind of early assessment as these earnings reports start coming in? Yeah, first of all, good morning. And yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, it really is. And it's, you know, balanced all out a little bit because of some of the economic data that we got yesterday with CPI and today with the PPI. And um, essentially, they kind of cancel each other out. One was a little hotter, one was a little cooler, so or at least in line. So, um, you know, not a lot of movement in the treasuries necessarily. And that's that's really what what we look for oftentimes to see, you know, what the risk is out there. And the, you look over at the 10-year and it's underneath 4%. You look over at the NASDAQ and you say, well, you're probably going to the upside. And that's exactly what's happening. So the markets are are playing this out pretty well. Um, but you mentioned the earnings. J.P. Morgan, absolutely incredible as always. Um, it's just amazing. Jamie Dimon just puts things together. And it, they, they did get a lot of help. And that their help came from last year uh, during that, that regional financial crisis back in March that a lot of us probably even have forgotten about by now. But that was pretty uh, scary for the markets for a little while. And J.P. Morgan was able to uh, acquire um, at at the lowest price you could do, which is something that happened also in the big financial crisis, uh, you know, a decade ago. But their numbers were great. They had the most profitable year ever. Uh, so that's quite a statement. And the, and the quarter was still pretty solid as well. So JP Morgan looking good. Citibank looking pretty good. Uh, Wells Fargo, not so much. Bank of America, not so much. And, and they're just kind of uh, getting pulled down a little bit because of some of the, the risks that they took on, Wells Fargo specifically. They they have a little bit too much risk when it comes to credit. And some of the losses there are something that uh, a lot of folks were focused on. So you, you've got the good side and the bad side. But um, there this is the start of earnings season, as we always like to say, even though it's literally, literally it, it's something that goes on all year long. But, um, you know, it's one of those things where we each go, each quarter, we kind of start with the banks and that's where where it all starts to flow. But it wasn't all banks. We even had a, in our own backyard, United Health, and their numbers looked great, but their costs keep going up and up and up. So um, that was a, the reasoning behind some of the selling of that stock. But that, that's a stock that had great performance in 2023. So it, uh, to give back just a small amount today, um, I think most people that are holding, holding shares or looking at that are still pretty happy about things. 8.54, we're talking to Pete Nigerian with the Friday Football and Finance Report. Where do we even begin with all the football news that's been happening this week? <laughs> Nick Saban says he's done. Bill Belichick is out. And then this morning, Gerard Mayo named a coach mm-hmm. of the uh, New England Patriots. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think I think it's great. I think uh, uh, a lot of in a lot of cases it makes sense. You know, we we had some coaches that were getting up in age, and and, and I'm I'm getting up in age. But these guys, you know, they're in their seventies. Uh, when you look at Nick Saban, you look at Pete Carroll, and, and you start going through the the list of those that are starting to step down. Belichick, uh, great careers. Belichick, absolutely incredible. But Nick Saban, I think by far the most interesting, and bounced all over the place from 
all different colleges, but really, you know, the last few stops, Michigan State, he had success. LSU, huge success. Bama, unbelievable success. <laughs> the only place that, that Nick Saban didn't really have a lot of uh, uh, great success was the Miami Dolphins. So it's one of those things, Vanita, and, and you know it, but college coaching and, and pro coaching are different, and it, it doesn't always translate very well. A lot of people oftentimes think, oh, well, he's a great college coach. He'll be great in the NFL. And very few exceptions, Pete Carroll being one of them. Pete Carroll did great at USC and then obviously had a, has had an unbelievable run and, and did well. And, shoot, he's leaving a team that actually had a winning record last year and, and potentially a, a playoff berth. So, you know, it's not like he left Seattle um, high and dry. But it's been interesting to see. There are so many openings right now. It's just unbelievable. Uh, no longer for New England with Gerard Mayo, like you said, but – when you look at Carolina and Vegas and, Char- you know, the, the, the L.A. Chargers and Atlanta and Washington, all of these are looking for somebody. And it's going to be a process, and it's going to be pretty interesting. I saw on Twitter you were not happy that the Titans fired their coach. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for even paying attention. But, um, yeah, you know what? I think Vrabel's one of the best. I mean, it, it's amazing to me that two years ago this guy was the coach of the year in the NFL, and then suddenly he's – he's turned into a really terrible coach that you've got to get rid of. I, I don't think that that made a lot of sense. And I think that that shows you though, that the general manager and the coach need to be on, you know, this, they, they have to have a great relationship. I don't think he had a great relationship with the GM and, you know, you could see it, how the team changed a little bit from what they were and they let certain players, you know, leave and, and brought in other players. And, you know, that's, that makes it difficult on your head coach because, you know, he's the guy who's got to coach those players. The GM's just going out there and deciding who's going to be there, but the coach has got to coach them. So they did slip a little bit and it's understandable that he, he got fired from that perspective. But when you really look down deeper, um, it doesn't make any sense because he's a heck of a coach. And I guarantee you, he's getting called by every one of those openings of every one of those teams around the NFL. I bet. And just real quickly, have you ever played in 30 below windchill? Because that's what they're going to be doing at Arrowhead tomorrow night. (laughs) That's going to be brutal. Uh, I played in some pretty cold games, and I remember playing in a game down in Iowa uh, when I was playing at the University of Minnesota that was, it was something close to that, but I don't think it was quite that bad. That sounds pretty awful. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be brutal. Thank you so much, Pete. We'll be uh, listening at 10 o'clock on Sunday, the huddle. Yeah, we got a lot to cover there as well. Thanks a lot, Vinita. Take care. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.